0: Burn that rubber like I'm Michelin. Five-star food that I dish to them. Shifts that when I whip it in the kitchen and I switched suits like i missed Mr. Ben. 10-10, mm-hmm. a shift up to fifth. Blues in the river and swerving the mains like Tokyo Drift. Took a shot, but he missed. Then made love to the grin and kissed the girl. What's the word? I case. So I the bird, grab the bing, get back to work. And I'm switching lanes in the black i I'll hurt him. One thing's for sure and two things for certain. he gets made and the pecs I'm
1: serving. I mess with a cake and I bet a burger. Welcome back to the Wawu Fegadu podcast. I am Olujimi, joined today by Mr. Francis.
2: Yo, um, thank you for introducing me, by the way. Um, (laughs) Before
1: before
2: we we proceed, I'd like to give a special, this one's from my heart, a special shout out to El Maestro for um, I Obviously, everyone knows what he's going through and he has not been out in public for a while. But I want to give him a shout out for, you know, getting his prediction correct in the grand scheme of things. Um, oh, his prediction okay. was right. was more correct than everyone else's. I think he predicted a true. win. Yeah, but yeah. it was not the exact score. But, you know, we celebrate the small wins and, and all that. So we're all for building his confidence back. I'm getting him back to the best that he can be, whatever your understanding of that is. Um, yeah, so a round of applause to the uh, master. But yeah, thanks
1: thanks Jim, for the for the intro. <laughs> and the man who loves to introduce himself.
0: The out through to every intro that Mike- <laughs> Let's get it.
1: <laughs> that was short, and sweet. Anyways, um, happy Sunday, guys. Uh, happy Thanksgiving for those in North America, or I guess in Canada to be exact, because I think America's Thanksgiving is a month away.
0: Yes, what are you guys doing?
1: How's everyone I'm doing? doing great, long man. weekend. Yeah. Any, anything popping this long weekend?
0: Absolutely nothing. <laughs>
1: Yeah, what a waste of a long weekend day! Eh? I know, right? Yeah. Well, it's not too late. Tomorrow is still Monday. We still have Monday off.
0: You know what? Wow. To be fair, like I mentioned on the last pod, we've been expanding. I don't know what Francis was talking about. About I'm not. I haven't been outside. I'm outside every day, my G. And to that effect, if you follow us on Instagram, I'll be posting a little update so you see, you know exactly some of the work that maestro holdings have been doing um, because you know I've been getting a lot of requests and a lot of like people asking me like hey what are you up to you're talking about expansion how can we be involved you know so just keeping out keeping the listeners abreast of all the activities and some of the work that we're doing in the community.
2: What platform can they find this post? I, just I said, said Instagram. That. Just wait now. Yeah. No, what? Like, what? What's the page? Like, what's the handle?
0: Oh, what would Fergie do? Come on. You know uh, that. No, we're not. We're not gonna do that. <laughs> no. I have no idea. Awesome. <laughs> you know, like, if we're being honest, eh? Family hey, these guys. Guy, very this guy was... liberally on the what would Fergie do page. Doesn't get consent from either one of us, and I've been no, noticing no, 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 guys, that you've guys, been guys. very liberal with some of these stupid posts, Let's and then there are obviously we're, people we're that no, are knowing no the
2: I... business of exposing who handles our <laughs> our social media
0: page. Then you should have kept your mouth shut when I was talking.
2: About no, 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 <laughs> not not that though. I was just clarifying where to where your fans <laughs> should go and find
0: yeah. you. they'll find me on what Freggy do. Family,
2: and man. that's what I said. We're not going to do that. To well, <laughs> I don't think. Yeah, I think we. I don't think it's, it's the right. is the right forum for you. We're too small for you. It's not. It's not. It's no use me. <laughs>
1: it's no use me. Oh niggas
2: You <laughs> guys have been too liberal. My post. What have, liberal, I, bro, what
0: have I? What have I posted? What haven't you posted? You post like yeah. an Arsenal fan. On a United page,
2: what does that mean?
0: Well, <laughs> go and look at some of the messages we've been getting. None of them have been from United fans. People laughing at us. You are cackling with them. No, huh?
2: not really. Wow. The thing is, some sometimes I barely go into our
0: DMs too. I mean, shout no, out to no, our oh fans. Oh my so God! Like, shout like, out to the fans please, that send us You know, we can see what's happening behind the scenes. You can lie to the people. Let me tell you guys now. If you see any post that is insulting United as a club? You know exactly who it
2: is. Well, Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy. Um, let yeah? me let me ask you because I feel like you're always the voice of reason in this in this team. Um, have you seen any post on our page that has been demeaning to Manchester United or in in any way shape or form?
1: Well, I guess what do you mean by demeaning? I've seen posts that makes fun of United. Make Is fun
2: in, it? And, and wait 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 what's your definition of making fun like you short touch, it's
1: a it's like uh napoli putting coconut on uh osa, osa. Exactly <laughs> no, 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 like
0: no, no. napoli putting coconut on Victor <laughs> no, exactly. no, no, no.
2: I, I, I think I think that's that's a little bit of a stretch let's use Isn't this quote, for example yeah well,
0: you're not laughing with us, They are laughing. They are, la- they are not laughing at us. Laughing no, no. Okay, let's let's
2: use one. one. Let's use one post for example. The Kanye West post where he's on stage, and he runs off into the abyss. And I think our handler wrote on on Ana joining in our? midfield.
1: Our money, Our is outsourcing outsourcing eh. the materials. but yeah. <laughs> no, but it goes it, the truth,
0: is... is Nebo. Nebo. <laughs> exactly. Back to yourself, guys. Let's just keep going. Let's just keep I, going. Actually, I actually
2: had awarded a handler for that one.
0: I think that one. Yeah. <laughs> you
2: caught
1: the morning, It was a little bit of uh,
2: over-excitement and, you know, it's, it's, it's okay. You know, people are learning on the job and our job is to coach and bring people along, so um, yeah, me
0: too. I have a word with it with the handler about the El Maestro. <laughs> oh, and that's fine. And that's fine. I, I think in I, what we've always done very <laughs> you don't well need is if to think
2: about it, bro. No, 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 I think I'm. I'm just saying. I think what we've done well is um, being a team. If everyone agrees to do something, we all do it together, right? So yeah, share your one content united, with us. One united,
0: one umbrella. Mm.
2: Share your content with us on the. WhatsApp page first, let's see it.
0: Mm-hmm, and then, mm-hmm. Google. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> like I said, expect to see the progress of El Maestro and El Maestro Holdings shortly after this. Um, yeah, mm. but nah. yeah, I, was, I, was, I don't remember what the question was. Did we have a question mm. or was it no? No, we're, no, just, we talk- we're just talking about we're just Thanksgiving talking. and. Ah. Um, yeah amen what, what you've been stuff, doing stuff in, stuff
1: in general yeah. yeah amen but, um, but no, in the theme of thanksgiving what you're in gonna the theme of university. thanksgiving
0: too I'm thankful for you as my brothers as I've always <laughs> said I'm my brother's keeper I've held Jimmy not so much you because you know You've been co calm, but Francis, you have held your hand this year through. <laughs> uh, and, and, and I think this is this is the Let right for express now. my Let gratitude. No, 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 no,
2: I, and, and I appreciate that and acknowledge it. I no, think I will this is finish, the right for. I will finish. Form. I
0: will finish. That will finish.
2: <laughs> 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 okay, 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 okay. No, go ahead. Go
0: ahead. I've held your hand through numerous, uh, through numerous battles, um, mm-hmm. and. I just want you to know that I'm still here for you. It's been a very long time since you've been right about anything. And I know that you are trying your hardest when you predict a win, we lose. When you predict a loss, we win. And I can only imagine the emotional turmoil this puts on you and just the same way you extended some grace to me at the start of the episode. I want to extend that same grace to you. Likewise, my brother. Your time is coming. You will be right eventually. Don't lose heart. We're here for you. Yeah. No, I, I I appreciate that, man. It means a lot coming coming from you.
2: Um, you've done a lot. You've done a lot this year for sure for each and yeah. every one of us. So um, we do we do really appreciate you, and um, I'm sure fans from other clubs appreciate you as well. Um, but yeah, that's why we're here. You can clean off the the
1: red on your nose, by the way. <laughs> oh, speaking of for, I wonder what United is thankful for. Um, Eric Eric Ten Hag is actually is is sure damn thankful for um. I was gonna say Scotty Bands. <laughs> Scotty, big yeah, Tommy. Ten Hag has no fucking clue what he's doing, man. <laughs> Like um, late winner, two late goals from um, the number one golden boy striker. You know, Scott McTominay. I know he's, he's one of those players that's t- taken a lot of stick from fans, but he put he came through for us um, this weekend. Scored two late winners. Um, but that's about the only thing that I guess we can celebrate about the ninety minutes of football against Brentford because. Um, though some of the things we've discussed throughout the last couple of weeks or since season started, um, are still very, very alive in that in that team. I I still don't I still don't see what the pattern of play or what ETH is trying to teach or how ETH is trying to play. I still don't see any pattern of play in terms of how we play, but you know, we can't complain. We, we got the three points. We he pushed us to ninth. I think we're ninth now, so <laughs> <laughs> Some people might say, like, the the football, the international break came at the wrong time, but I think we need this international break as a club to reset, and hopefully by the time we come back from international break, you know, everyone is um, a little bit wiser and uh, ready to play football. But, yeah, um, Francis, how did you see the game go, besides the two goals?
2: Um, I mean, I'll say we're, we're closer to first than we are to 20th. So, <laughs> that's... That's... Uh, progress if you if you um, uh, depending on you know what the uh, what side of the cup you're looking at it is it is progress um the game the game is the game, game,
1: <laughs> <laughs> the, game is, the game is the game oh yeah the, man i don't know we didn't we didn't do anything at all man it was just the same thing yeah not really and um
2: I feel like ETH should just protect um double cheeseburger because is it's getting to a stage where you're beginning to feel bad for him. You know. I mean, I I I, I think he's a good goalie. Like I, I've heard from El Maestro he's a good <laughs> goalie, so I'm going to take it to the park. So but the it's, to the just, bank. it's just a case of bro, while like three months in, man, show me what you can do, you know? But it's, it's the little things and and you think if they didn't score in that chance and we didn't score, you just always felt like a mistake was going to happen and they were going to score, you know, <laughs> we, we were in that stage. And I think the club, the fans mentally were all in that fragile state, I guess, apart from the Maestro, because it's different. Um, but built different. The the game was not we wasn't interested. Um, some players have decent games. I'll give credit to Maguire, um, who we don't really give credit to a lot of times, but I thought he was decent in his performance. I'll give credit to John he also gave, as well. he also John gave Leibans, the
1: assist for the goal for the first goal. Yeah, I mean, he no, was, was like the first biggest. goal, or second goal. No, no, second he goal. Gave the assist for the second goal, yeah, for the yeah. game winner.
2: Yeah, I give credit to Johnny Evans as well. I, I like his reading of the game, but you know, Johnny Evans really and Manchester United should not be in the same statement, but here we are, and we're giving praise to to, to Johnny for just doing a decent job. Um, but, and then, oh, Hoyland as well. Um, Hoyland, for, if not for anything else, bro, you would just, you can't fault his commitment, like from minute one to minute 90, he's Always looking to move, and when he actually gets the ball, he tries to do something positive with it, right? But the rest of the team, um, I, I, there's no, there's not much talk about Casemiro. He has continued his his. I don't know if it's lack of sharpness or uh, I I don't know what it is that is wrong with him, but he's off the pace. His positioning is lacking, his awareness is lacking and then he's always playing catch up, you know, and when we lose the ball, even him trying to get back in position, like sometimes you watch clips and you see the referee is dusting Casemiro I'm like, bro <laughs> what's going on, you know but yeah, I, I think it was a brave sub that uh, ETH made in the second half, bringing uh, removing Casemiro and then bringing Ericsson obviously he could have backfired um, but because of the scoreline, uh, I felt like, you know, Brentford was going to defend more. So we needed people to um, build the ball better from the back. But the building was trash. Like, it, all we do is just pass side to side, side to side, side to side, take it to the wing, bring it back. Doesn't it remind it. you of, of something? Uh side to side, side.
1: remember lvg
2: oh man <laughs> uh, yeah. the, the worst thing you can do is think of lvg on thanksgiving day man.
1: side to side passing it without it's no uh, penetration Pause. no <laughs> penetration
2: no speed like the passing is so slow so slow like everybody's going to get back in shape immediately you, you're not confusing anybody with that pass you know the whole point of passing quickly or playing in one side is get that side overloaded. And then the other side is needed to be free. Yeah. Maybe you have someone like Rashford or Anthony stretching the lines that you can quickly take the ball over there. And then before those guys can all um, transition to that side as a unit, you, you have 1v1s versus 1v2 or something like that, right? But with the pace in which we pass, is like, bruh, what are you guys doing? But yeah. So I, shout out to Anthony if you want to shout it out out, but i i'm I'm hearing he changed the game in terms of stretching the field and being an outlet but one thing i'll give him credit for is um he's very good at retaining possession in the attacking third i think which gives us the ability to push up for that right and then and we can cramp the space but all in all i think was a dead game um credit to scott for um the two goals. I think more than anything, we just needed three points um, because of the the state in which the team, the club, everywhere is. And I think the three points came in at a at a very good time, um, considering this international break as well. But uh, yeah, we we take it and go.
1: So maestro, do you share equal sentiments, or do you have a different view of how the game went? <clears throat> Well,
0: first of all, you know, as Francis alluded to, I was the only one who predicted that we would win. And I don't say that to say that I was right. I say that to give you an idea of my mindset going into the game. To be honest, like, as I got closer to the game, I wasn't expecting us to be, like, to have, like, a great performance. I just wanted a win. Having said that, the performance itself was wretched. It's one of the worst <laughs> wow. wins. Wow. Maybe the worst win I remember, because by the end I wasn't rooting for us to win. To be honest, like even when we what? won, I couldn't really celebrate it. If I'm being very honest with you, yeah, because I just to what uh, to what end, you know. And I, I again, I get what because I feel the same way on the surface, right? Like a win is a win. And we talked about this in the last pod. You just want to put a few of these together, and this can be the catalyst for something more. But it felt like deja vu. You know, in the last pod, I was telling you guys, I didn't think this was about position. I just thought the way we were playing, there was no cutting edge, like against Crystal Palace. This was a carbon copy of the Crystal Palace game, only that we scored at the Mm -hmm. end. Crystal Palace didn't really create any chances. You know, maybe they created a few more chances than Brentford. And out of nowhere, they just score. The same way Brentford, out of nowhere, they just scored. And it was, again, if you even think about the goal we considered against um, Galatasaray, like not the goal, the penalty, it felt very similar to that, where, you know, the obviously Onana wasn't the one that gave the ball away this time, but just that Onana Casemiro axis of one of them making a mistake. Everybody, like, you now see, like, um, Brentford playing in transition. And then even with that, there was still the opportunity for us to save it. And we didn't. And, again, you see Onana making, like, a very simple mistake. Like, that's something you should be saving. Right? And that would have been a warning sign. But it wasn't a warning sign we concede. And once we concede in a game like that it feels like it's so much harder for us. If we are not playing either on equal terms or we're ahead, we're in trouble. And really it's, if we're not playing on equal terms, because if we're ahead, we are just waiting to concede. Right? So it feels like wherever, whenever there's a change of emotion, whether we go up or we go down, like go up a goal or go down a goal, you can expect some type of emotional reaction from this team. And so once Brentford went ahead, they just, like, parked the bus. And it's like, okay, now show me that you have an idea of how you can break this team down. And I can live with creating chances and not finishing the chances. So, like, again, against Galatasaray, I thought we created good chances that we just made mistakes in. Against Brentford, we weren't even creating chances. We just had possession. You know, in the group chat, I said, we're just passing the fucking ball around, like, Swinging it from one side to the other, like this is Brenner Boys' last last. Feelings with a swing like Jangilova, like nothing, no cutting edge, nothing. So for me, it's just like, where's that sense of urgency? Like Casemiro, again, like Francis has already talked about, he struggled in the first half. Obviously, he made the mistake. And you can see now that they played in terms of what I would say people have been asking for, like, being more compact. I felt like he tried to play a lineup that had two sitting midfielders. So he had um Amrabat and Casimiro as DMs. And then he had Mount was it Mount I forget who even played in Rashford, Hoyland, Bruno, and I think Mount. Mount as maybe number 10 or something and Bruno and then they switched in the second half. Yeah. I just don't think the players themselves are playing well like to me, again, that comes down to confidence. It's like if we took a lead in that game and we were able to hold this for, say, five minutes, 10 minutes without conceding, then I think you see us play a little better because Brentford would have had to come on, you know, to try to score. And so they would have opened up a little, a few more spaces. But, you know, if we bear in mind that the last four games we've played, have been at home. And of those four, we've won two, we've lost two. The two that we won... One of them, Crystal Palace, was a good performance in the Carabao Cup. The other three games have been at home and we've struggled. And last year at home, it was almost a sure thing for us. Whether we were playing well or not playing well, we always found a way to win. And I, I'm just worried that, you know, these kind of performances, again, the win is the most important thing. But it's not, it doesn't, you know, I, 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 like, I saw Crystal Palace and then I watched this game and i just didn't feel good at all you know again i i it's not that i feel like the win isn't beneficial i think mentally it could be a very big win for us catalyst and all these things but just from a fan perspective just watching the game it was such a wretched performance i i if i was Brentford i would be a, i would be very sad. like our first goal was scored was in the 93rd minutes and then the next goal in the 96th minutes, and you can talk about yep. hearts and all these things, but again, we're looking at Scott McTominay as our hero. I just, I just, it's not something that I would like to celebrate <laughs> if I'm being honest. Like, I'm not, I didn't, I didn't finish the game and think to myself, wow, what a relief.
1: Now, like, <laughs> guys,
0: man. So yeah, for me, as much as I predicted the win and, and, uh, you know, I'm happy that, this is something that they can build on. I still think we need to see more from this team. You know, and I don't want to call names because, you know, even like the Maguires and the Evans of the world, like to me, those guys don't really matter. Again, last week we lost to Crystal Palace. You could see that the pairing of uh, Varane and Lindelof, I think they were the two that started in that game. They yeah. were not terrible. It's the same way with, because again, how much did the Maguire and Evans really have to do in the game? This is not the kind of game I can judge you on, really. Like, there, yes, there are certain times where you have to sniff out um, attacks. But Brentford is playing. I actually looked at some points to see, okay, like, who is the furthest man forward for Brentford? And I think it was in Buemo. And this guy was in his half, deep in his half. <laughs> like, not even around Johnny Evans. Just, like, in the midfield, around where Erickson and, and, um, and what's his name were? Amra Batwa so i understand that like teams are asking you to break them down but we just looked devoid of answers for what to do like like you said just very slow play taking the balls because for me it's not it's not rocket science right like what you really want as a football team is you want to isolate your wingers if you are playing a low block you want to spread it out as much as possible so that the defenders can't be compact like they have to actually stretch out themselves as well, right? And then you get your, your wingers one-on-one, and then they can try to create beat a man, pass back, beat a man, crossing, whatever that is. But when you even looked at, like, before we scored the goal, like, how many times we had numbers in the box? Most of our numbers were outside the box. Like, Hoyland was getting the ball on the wing. And then you look inside the box, and it's like, who's making a run in there? You're, you're looking at one versus five. So how are you supposed to score? And so I just thought... You know the performance was not great but it's 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 indicative of where we are right now and that's not to say that we can't get out of where we are right now but you know i guess the international break has come maybe this will be an opportunity for teams to reset like if you watch internationals i bet you bruno is going to do going to go and do madness for portugal he's going to score goals give assists hoyland the same thing if rashford plays same thing like Scott is going to turn into the Avenger again, and you know, like all these guys are going to shine when they go on internationals. And so I'm hoping that when they come back, they can bring some of that. For our next game is not for another almost two weeks. So yeah, yeah, I like think when we come game, back right? with the Champions
1: League game, I think.
0: No, I think oh, my- is it twenty first. When is the twenty first? Is that like a- when
2: we come back, we we play Sheffield.
0: Yeah. Oh, And, and I think go, that's okay. at home as well, right? Is it? No, that's a way. No, that's away. way. That's the way.
1: Yeah, so. And then uh, we, play. we have Copenhagen at home. And yeah, City Copenhagen
0: and then City and then Newcastle after that. So I think we're now getting to the point where, again, I talked about this in the last pod, like survival mode has to kick in. And I was hoping I would see a little bit more sense of urgency from the players. And I didn't get to see that. So, you know, this is an opportunity for everybody to relax. I kind of feel sorry for Ten Hag, if I'm being honest. Not because I don't feel like he doesn't have a part to play, but I just, I, you can see that, like, if you compare the Ten Hag that we had last season very early on, the belief, you know, I do believe him when he talks about the opportunity, like, you know, like, even things like, this kind of pressure is a privilege to you know you you shouldn't face this type of adversity and feel like oh it's it's an impossible job no the fact that nobody else has been able to do it we should be able to do it i i do believe he means those things but you can see that even he's been battered you know even he's been battered and and so for me it's just again let's see let's see where we're at after the international break let's see who comes back how the guys come back and you know, these guys are, are super fragile at the moment. So the running that that's, we're, we're about to face is going to be very interesting.
1: Yeah, I think, well, to to speak along those lines, um, I heard Menor has been in training. Looks like Shaw also might be yeah, back. Yeah, Shaw, Menor, are back.
0: Well, yeah, like, so... Ahmad as well, too, by the way. Oh, the did you Shaw is back? <laughs> yeah.
1: Like, they'll be like back it after the international
0: in- break. Are you, are
1: you i was sure? listening i was listening to a podcast i said yeah he's back in training or something not like yeah, he has yeah. trained but like he's available for training i guess is my point
2: really i, I yeah, thought it was so, only yeah. regular on Ahmad and menu i thought show oh, okay. was all out still like december
0: okay man i'm not sure about Shaw, but i know there was a picture of Shaw heading into training so i imagine that maybe mm. you know um yeah maybe yeah
1: so so that should be good news. At least we shouldn't have to play the likes of Amarat in the wrong position if if that everything works out well. And hopefully that yeah. kind of mitigates some of the issues that we're having and maybe you can allow some of the most creative players to play in the role that we want them to play. Um, I still don't understand why he keeps playing Bruno in the in the right hand side. Like to me it's never worked. So I don't know yeah, why he but keeps playing. Bruno
0: to... played number 10 in the second half. Right? Bruno is not playing well. Like, it's it, to me, it's not really about the bright side. or And I said this in the last part. Like, in the beginning of the game, yes, you can see that he played right and he played mouth. But by second half, they brought Bruno into number 10. Bruno didn't. He had a few shots from outside the box, yes. But he doesn't have that same... I don't even like to use the word swagger. Just that, that same energy. Like... And again, that's across the team. Like nobody seems to really have have that 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 energy, right? And so we see. I just think there's a lot going on with this team at the moment. I I I really hate that people are still asking him about Sancho. You know, I, it's a factor of our team not playing well, right? Because it's like it's almost like people want to act like, okay, you know, this is another thing that you have to deal with. So when is this guy going to come back? Once he can help your team. Like, I hear some of these pundits talk about, you know, um, talk about Sancho. Like, he's so immensely talented. United could use him. And I'm just like, I don't know who you guys have been watching. To me, I just, you know, things like that are the things that I feel like this team doesn't need. You know, there was a video of people saying that Rashford didn't sign autographs at the end of the game after he had <laughs> <laughs> like this is the thing. Like, even if it's Ratford and even if he's not fine, so what? Like, do you think he feels good? And everybody's asked, like, like so he's supposed to be like cheerful after the game, smiling, saying, Oh guys, nah, he's probably going through it himself. Like where he's like, I'm not playing well, the team isn't playing well. I feel I, I want to give more. I'm I just came out of a, a game like that. And yeah, so for me, it's like all these other things become you know, all these other little things become bigger things because of you know um because of because of because of the struggles, you know, it's just one storyline after another.
1: I think it's also like we always talk about it's also because it's united though. Because if this was any other like I won't say any other team, but like if it was any, any let's, say team, let's say meetable let's say table team like no one is gonna like care yeah, but because it's united it makes news. It gets that uh the clicks, nah, the I eyes on it. Yeah, that's him. Like,
0: even though Chelsea has won back-to-back games, nobody talks about Chelsea. Like, nobody actually talks about Chelsea. <laughs> that is true. Like, look <laughs> at caicedo caicedo is the world's most expensive... Not world, sorry. Premier League's most expensive player ever. Nobody's even mentioned caicedo as far as, like, is he playing well? Is Chelsea getting value for money? Is, like, caicedo Enzo... Like those guys are worth at least double what we paid for mounts, but nobody talks about them. When I say nobody talks about them, just actually as as far as like are they play at, you know, but when Up it comes to someone, yeah. When it comes to mounts, there's always a conversation about is he a good fit? Is it this? Is it that you look at Sancho again? But I, I, think I even think,
1: talked to, I think we mount some of that has actually followed him from his Chelsea days too, right? I don't think so because he played well for Chelsea. We're always questioning, like, what, like, what, like, what his his best position was and stuff like that. I don't know. I I know I used to hear that when
0: he was in Chelsea. So yeah, but those were fans. Like in the media, you never heard that. Like media talk, it was like other fans. Like you know, maybe Chelsea fans didn't necessarily gravitate to him, but media itself. Nah, this is the first I've heard anybody talk about about him i think i even gave the example of uh the niger guy uh maduke
1: yeah
0: at where they asked pochettino at the end of the game like oh how come maduke isn't playing and he said he's fit he's not injured he's not sick this was my decision nobody even nobody said nothing like i mean that's not terribly different from what happened with Tenag and sancho right no, you, you can't like compare
1: it. those two, though. Tenag, like, like t- my point is, thing like, thing if Tenag is telling about Sancho, I don't think it would be a big deal. It's the fact it that would, because said he, what he's saying is, he didn't train the same to stand thing standard. he
0: said. That's the same thing. It's like they're asking you, why isn't this guy in the squad? And you're saying, it's my decision. He's not. Yeah, sick. because
1: you can't play everybody
0: you now. Like, his decision is not to play him. He's not sick. He's not injured. He's fine. It was my decision. What are you saying? You are saying that this person is not up to what you need for him to be. They were asking him, why didn't he start? He wasn't in the squad, 18, 20 man squad, and they had injuries. So they're asking him, like, ah, this guy, like, he should be able to help you. Why isn't he here? So for me, it's not. I, I'm not even, like, let's say you don't think it's the same thing. I'm just saying, like, mm-hmm. there are a lot of No, teams. I think I get
1: I get your overall yeah. points. Yeah, there's levels to this when it comes to, like, the media and, the, you know, and who they want to talk about. But again, it's just, so like, I, I don't... Like, the media always gravitate towards people that, like, get clicks. So it's just, it comes with a territory. Like, they're not going to report on something when they know, like, maybe the outreach might not be as much as when you mentioned United. It's the same thing with... Um, with the cowboys in American sports, right? Cowboys might be shitty mm. for ten years, but it gets clicks, so they always find a way to talk about the cowboys. <laughs> so it's just one of those things. But anyways, we we got three points, like I said. Um, at least we didn't go to the international break with like another like sad taste of a, of a loss. Um, but um, anything else you guys want to cover about this game, Francis? Any parting words for the team as they embark on international break? <laughs> Elmasu, um, what are
2: your thoughts <laughs> on double cheeseburger
1: before the before we
0: end the episode? What do oh, you think? Actually, going we to?
1: haven't we haven't really really talked deep about um Pastor um, False Prophets.
0: What are we talking about, right? Uh, Jimmy, what's his name again?
1: Uh, I call him Pastor now. Pastor.
0: Pastor uh, uh, goalie, uh,
1: <laughs> Tom Heaton. Who are we talking about? No. We're we'll talking about Onana. Why, Why
0: did we let him? The false prophets we have less? in our <laughs> team. let yeah. him.
1: Yeah. I know, I know. But I feel like we're going to be here for a while. Yeah, I don't Yeah, yeah, think I, I guess so. Uh, <laughs> it's funny I'm because to I move remember along. at the
0: end of the last pod, we go, we had that moment where we were like, ah, we didn't even talk about Onana. Like, I guess there will be another time. And who knew <laughs> that the other time would be <laughs> would be the very next game? You know, I think Onana is just again, I think Gary Neville was the one that said this a while ago. He said the toughest the, the hardest team to play for in England is Manchester United. The toughest position to play for Manchester United. Or he said uh, the the position with the most pressure in football is the Manchester United goalie, something like that. And I think you're beginning to see it. I, I don't I feel like Onana is going to be fine. Um Obviously, he's made jarring mistakes that have cost the team for sure. There's just no way around it. You can look at this game; that's a save that you have to make. And I think it was you that was talking about Peter Schmeichel saying that his technique—yep—there's something his wrong technique with his technique for sure, yeah. right? And yeah. it's not something that is that is new necessarily, but I feel like either teams have caught on to it and i uh because again like there are no secrets like people especially now especially in epl they'll find your weakness and they will they'll will watch film to, on you man <laughs> yes they'll try to exploit it so for me it's like part of the problem that we've had with him is that he hasn't been good as a just as a shortstopper. he hasn't been good really uh and then the part of his game that we were anticipating, the short passing, the, or the passing really, right, the passing out of the back, hasn't also been highlighted because of the struggle of the teams, right? The team, is, uh, not the team, the team. So the team itself has not been able to leverage that quality. So you don't really see the benefits on the surface. For me, I'm still not at the point where I'm, I'm not wishing for the hair. Like people talk like, oh, United gave up. No. The hair put us under pressure all the time. We never felt comfortable. And yes, you can say that we feel that way with Onana right now, but he could at least Onana is still able to give us some of that passing ability, even though at this point it's not something that we can leverage. So he so definitely feel, has to be better. He has to be better. Do, I do you feel something.
2: comfortable? Do you feel comfortable seeing him in goal?
0: A hundred percent. Like, again, Mm it's seven games, like, this is somebody that was in Champions League last season and playing well. So there's some of this that is on the team as well. Again, he has a lot to answer for, for sure. Mm -hmm. But if you're asking me, like, am I worried about Onana's prospects in the long term? Oh, no. Like, seven games in a, he signed, let's say, a five-year contract, right? Seven Mm -hmm. games in that span of time is actually not a lot of time. So, yes, do I think that the start has been a very giant start? hundred percent. But I also anticipated that there would be some struggle. I didn't think it would be this early. And I hoped Mm -hmm. that the team itself would be playing well enough. Like, there's a difference if some of these struggles come in a game that we win, right? Then everybody's still on alert, but you're like, Oh, this guy needs to fix up. But the team is playing well. But so, has I just his think, has his start got, um, surprised you? Um, not more than the start of the team, I guess. Right? Really? I, yeah. To be honest, not really. Like, again, I I, I think that he, I don't think he has played well. I want to be very very strong about that. But I just see it as part of the trend like has Casemiro stats surprised you
2: um as Casemiro stats surprised me not really
0: okay so that's that's kind of the same way I feel right it's like with
2: Casemiro it could still but because I've seen no, because I've seen Casemiro in this in
0: this phase before that's my point so yeah but I've never seen oh yeah go ahead go ahead with Onana, for me, he's new to the team, right? And before we signed him, everybody, we had also talked about this. like He has a mistake or two in him, for sure. Now, he's had a mistake or two. Or two? Or three, right? <laughs> Bro, but, he has like 17 already. What are you talking about? <laughs> hey, uh, but I again, I just think, I'm not looking at it and saying this is all that we are going to get from him. I don't think every game is going to be like this. It's like, when it rains, it pours. You're a human okay. being at the end of the day, right? You are okay, human so people. last question. Yeah. Last question. If you're a coach, would you would you serve him? Like, would you... No way. No way. There's no way. Answer. You let him keep playing through You have this. to let him play through it. Who are you? Because, again, it's like, we've talked about this, and I don't remember who it was with, but we talked about this with somebody else. It's like, if you bring out a player... With the gear... Right? Yeah. Was it? The, yes, maybe it was the hair. There are certain players where, if you bring them out, like so, say it was in Henderson and the hair, right? If you bring out the hair and you put in Henderson, this was back in the day, and Henderson doesn't ball, you have to, as a coach, go back and look at the hair and put him back in, essentially saying, I made a mistake, I need you. And I think it's very hard to get players back on board. After, like, you look at what's going on with Maguire right now, right? Maguire knows that the uh, ETH doesn't need him. Even though there are injuries, Johnny Evans is still starting, Lindelof is still there, right? So it's like Maguire still has that edge of, okay, I want to win my position back. But if you... you I get you, but Yeah, but goalie is a little different, right? Because you only have three goalies. Heating is not going to start for us. So now you're saying the backup is the one that's going to come in. And what if he bombs? We don't even no, but, know how good but, he is. But the, the,
2: the goal is not to... The goal is not to bench uh, Onana. Yeah. Just to give him a break. It is not... Also, give him a break. Let him get perspective from the bench. like. Seeing things, seeing how but it's, not the game... about, it's
0: not about it's... the way you look at it, right? How do you think no. Nana is going to look at it? How He's is he
1: to... good? Yeah, how is he going to look at it? Like, if you are, had... yeah, uh, yeah, but isn't that up to it? But isn't that but... up to ETH to like try and get the message across? It's, it, nah. it's up to ETH okay.
2: and it's also up to the so called guy that you're saying has confidence. And See, I think, I, if, think... If, if, ETH, if, if ETH explains to him that, um, bro, you're still my number one, no. And you see what you're going through with the media. This, I'm just trying to protect you. So one game, I just want you to breathe. Yeah, just yeah, be on yeah, the bench you don't and need watch. That protection, right? Like this is yeah, like, but okay. bro, he, he makes okay. Can you tell me a game that Onana oh, did not make a mistake? You can't.
0: There are definitely games. There are games we haven't considered goals. What are you talking about
2: now? Which which game is that? Not considering doesn't mean you don't make a mistake. See, yeah, this, okay. the game, see the game. See the game against Galatasaray. You actually said it yourself. You There's a cross throw... that somebody made from the wing, and Onana punched the ball in such a weird way. That was against Galatasaray. Exactly. So, but, but it didn't lead to a goal. But it was still a mistake.
0: Yeah, but that doesn't mean that he's made a mistake in every game. Like what um, what what? Like I, I nah okay. This is I'm I'm not doing that one. We played ten games in total. Is it ten? Maybe nine. Yeah, yeah around or ten or eleven. Yeah, two in Champions League and then one in cannon Cup. Or Cup, okay. Yeah, yeah. He hasn't made a mistake in every game. This is my opinion, right? Like I don't, okay. I don't like throwing out these kind of stats. He's been a shaky goalie for us throughout the season, and then once you start looking at his performances, there's no time where you're thinking, "Oh, he played in nine out of 10. Eight out of 10. 10 out of 10. He hasn't hit, reached those heights for sure. So he's been average at best. I will not disagree with you about that. To me, if you are mm-hmm. a player at that level, and I think sometimes it's hard to understand with football, but if you are a player at that level, let's use basketball as an example, right? Just because I'm, I'm not speaking to the sport, just the psychology of the player. This would be the equivalent of LeBron or, or Kobe struggling or Seth is cr- struggling. And the coach hey. is pulling him out too. It is because in their mind, okay, do you think nah, feels like anybody's better than him? Do you think he looks at any goalie and says what, goalie yo, goalie? what,
2: what, this guy, what's the name of that guy that is always pestering uh, LeBron in, in every game that now plays for Lakers? What's his name? Lakers, like, or you
1: mean Dylan Brooks, the Canadian?
2: No, no, it's a black, rugged guy like this.
1: I don't remember. I don't remember. The only person I know uh, LeBron had uh, issue with Brooks. He had issue with uh, Deshaun. Yeah, Davis but
0: thing. but see, Onana isn't even Brooks. Oh. Do you understand? Because again, like at that level, right? At the level that we're talking about, to me, you cannot make it that far if you don't think you are the best player on the pitch. Like, if you haven't listened to um, that interview that I sent in the group, I- I'll I'll recommend it for everybody. Kevin Prince. Botang was on Rio Ferdinand's um, station. Amazing interview. One of the best interviews I've ever, I've ever listened to by a footballer. Amazing. And Kevin Prince, Botang is the kind of guy that when you think about him, that guy played for maybe 10 teams. Amazing interview. He's talking about a time where he is in the AC Milan local room and he joins. Where there's Gattuso, there's Piello, there's Ronaldinho, there's Cassano, there's Ibra. And this guy is saying, every time I step on the pitch, I still felt like I was the best. You cannot make it to that level if you don't think that way. So you might yeah, but at home and say I, that. Yeah, I, think we Although, agree with you. I don't know. I think we but, agree as with as
1: you, you from that no, perspective. Because it was, that far, basically, okay. what, you're, yeah. what you're arguing because. against is that you can never bench anybody because they are like up there. That's, because, not, what I'm yeah, because, That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying okay, that what if are you, you saying? bench
0: that player, you
1: are going to
0: lose that player because you are saying to that player, I no longer trust you. You are saying that, oh, I'm protecting you. But that's not... Has, the has, player doesn't has. need protection. Like for wait, me, I'll use myself wait, as a example. Wait, Larry, Larry, wait. Did, yeah.
2: La- did, Ro- did Fergie ever bench Rooney and Ronaldo?
0: Or uh, bad what fall? stage of their career are you talking about? Were they starters?
2: Yeah, they were like pure starters. Did they ever bench them?
0: Yes. Not so Ronaldo, one, he never benched Ronaldo once Ronaldo was a starter. Rooney, he did.
2: Oh, so, did he? Oh, but does that mean Rooney was not a confident player or Rooney was not a main guy in the team?
0: No, but what was the point? Rooney, Fergie wasn't trying to protect Rooney when he benched him. Do you understand? What? what? Fergie said to Rooney, like when they asked him, like, so I remember there was a game against, I think it was Madrid, where Welbeck played well, right? And Fergie made the change. He put Rooney on the bench. He, played, he started with Welbeck instead of Rooney. And I think they asked mm-hmm. Fergie at the end. I forget, like I forget when they asked Fergie, and Fergie said well, beck deserves to start over Rooney.
2: Bro, you know, Rooney, right? Fergie sent Rooney to US to go and train.
0: Yeah, but that was. Do you remember right? that? Like, again, it again,
2: wasn't fitness. He was playing bad, and okay. that's because
0: he wanted to
2: protect him. He removed it him was from the starting line.
0: It wasn't protection. Listen. I- for me, for God me again, I, I'm saying, I'm saying, like, by the time, I'm not saying that you can never drop Onana. I'm saying this isn't the time to drop Onana, right? Like, again, it's at the so, start. So okay, of when him. is the time? When is the time to drop him? I think you give it more games. He's at the start of his United career. He hasn't even had a good spell, and on top of that, the team hasn't played very well. It's the same way he hasn't dropped Casemiro. Right. He took out Casemiro at halftime, and even that, like you're looking at it and you're thinking, man, that's jarring. But Casemiro hasn't been playing well for a while since last season. Yeah, right? but like, with, what, Casemiro's own
2: is we don't we don't have players there though.
0: But what do you know? Do you know that, that backup is actually the player that okay? So what? Like you're going to play the black for two or three games, then he plays well, then what? Then analyze is now your second your second choice goalie. No,
2: Onana will not be a second-choice goalie. He won't be a second-choice goalie. I think sometimes it is good to give somebody a little break. And I think it has gotten to it. Yo, this guy made a mistake in between three games. In between three games. He made a mistake Mm -hmm. um, against Crystal Palace, against Galatasaray, and then against uh, the team we just played. So, at what point do you say, okay, is enough? You Again, Onana is still your guy. You need to keep building his confidence on the side. But the more he plays... I don't, and I don't, what, think,
0: you, I don't think for those kind of players, you build their confidence by arresting them. I guess that's what I'm trying to say. So, right? then, if like, he continues making this mistake, then what do you do? Yeah, I think if you take him out, you take him out because you are making a change, not because Wait, you are protecting you him. Like a change. So let's take Rashford for example, right? Mm -hmm. If if he benches Rashford, if he takes Rashford out and he says, "I'm going to play Garnacho," to me, you are now saying that Garnacho is the starter, not that I want to take Rashford out of the firing line to protect him. That's I I because again, like for me, I don't think Rashford is going to look at it that way. Now Rashford is a little different because Rashford has actually earned a little more cachet. Like, what I mean by that is Rashford has played well for us before, so people can look back at him and be like, okay, I know Rashford can hit the heights. To me, Onana has just started his United career. So you taking him out now, you are not just killing his own confidence a little bit more. You are killing the fans' confidence in him. When he comes back, he's going to be under even more pressure than when you rested him. When you rested, like based on what you're saying, because now the fans are going to be a little edgy and they're going to be looking even harder. Like, okay, as has, has, has anything changed? Then, if he makes a mistake, then it's worse. So for me, it's like if you, if this was a keeper that had already given us a good run of games where it was like he had balls and everybody had confidence in him, and we felt like, oh, he's going through a bad batch right now. Let's like, and then you take him out. Then I think it's easier to even digest. But when he's new, he's your signing. It's been 10 games, and then you're going to remove him for a second-string goalie that we don't even know is better than him. I just think you are going to lose him. This is, again, I I, I can't speak assuredly about what I'm saying, but I know that the way me I think, for example, if you if I was on Nana and you took me out, you are not protecting me because I don't need your protection. I will get better by doing, not by sitting, right? Like, because these are mistakes that you are making in terms of, like, simple, like, again, concentration mistakes, and the team is not playing well. So when you start taking out some of these players, it's almost like you are putting the blame on them, in their minds anyway. This is how I think they are going to look at it. So if what you guys are saying is, bench him so that we can see what the other guy has, and that guy should become the starter, then maybe you can make an argument for that. But if you're saying protect him, I don't think he needs protection.
1: Fair enough. Um, I, I guess my, my the reason why I'm saying we should find somebody, or we should at least try somebody else is because like, that person can, can't be any worse, or can they? <laughs> in terms of in the rates at which Onana is making mistakes. It just seems like every shot that just comes his way is very uncomfortable for him right now. So I don't know what the solution is. Maybe, maybe he, this break will do him good too. As well, maybe he needs to like just you know go to like. I read a quick that he retreat. doesn't want
0: to go. He doesn't want to go for African Nations Cup or even the qualifiers with Cameroon. Uh, like is, is that, this he international to be
2: going
0: break. No. <laughs> so so Cameroon has invited him for an international break right now, and I heard oh, he okay. wants to talk to Rigobert I think he's going to go for this one, but. The Africa Cup of Nations that is next year, he's apparently he doesn't want to. This was on ESPN. He doesn't want to, he doesn't want to go for African Cup of Nations, especially with his United career starting off as shaky as he has. He wants to he wants to stay and cement his place. Let me ask you guys a question because obviously you guys do you think Onana is going to come out of this? Like, do you think you will
1: ever trust him? So the same question. Well, we have to, we'll have to wait and see. Yeah, I don't think I can answer that question because he has to like trust we'll, is based. We we'll have life. to
2: wait and see. Like I, I, I uh-huh. never really felt it with Onana from the beginning, and he is on is on record. So mm, is it, it? it's no, of mm. course it it is. It's like in our in our chats. Like once we knew that we were not buying. Um, what's the other guy's name? and the guy had gone. I was just like, okay, let's just, we need to get a goalie. But I was never a fan of Onana. When when we had like everything um, in our hands and we had to pick a goalie, Onana was never in the cards for me.
0: Bro, so, I don't, this, this sounds like revisionist history to me, man. So, sure, but like, anyways, to,
2: to answer your question, uh, it, it's not me that's going to say, he has to convince me because I was never really, really convinced to the guy.
0: Yeah, like, no, but I'm he not thinking
2: about like is he I'm just asking You, you asked me, like, do I think do I think yeah. he'll come out of it? I don't know. Because I, I don't know what the best version of this guy is. He had a great final game and um you know everyone was raving about him, but I've never really, really, really been in love with Onana. Right? Okay, so fair enough. I've never been sold, so I can't really answer if you will come out of it or not. I don't know. Yeah.
0: For me, from last season and early, like once we got to like January, February, if you remember, you asked me who would I like to go for, and I remember saying Onana, and I remember you, like in the group, you guys were surprised, because at that point, nobody had linked us with Onana or anything. And I said, to me, I just felt like he was the best passer of the ball as a goalie.
2: Even the, the passing safe,
0: like... I don't it, think kicks the, the ball long that we don't win any of
1: it. Yeah, but, no, but, I, but like I, I
0: think that's the function of
1: the team. Yeah, I was gonna say that to be fair, like I think the passing thing is as a function of the team because when you watch the way teams teams will let Onana, I guess now because Onana has been doing a lot of mistakes, but initially in the beginning of the season, they'll let him have the ball because they know there's no outlet for him to pass the ball to. <laughs> so all all he has is just those long balls to the wings, which are kind of like probably like 80-20. So that's why I don't think. I think I agree with Lana. Like, because the team as a whole, the midfield hasn't really been good or cohesive enough, or we don't have any any like uh, press-resistant players in our midfield that I know. Again, you guys correct me if I'm wrong. Like, it's very hard to play that kind of game, and you can even see what happened today between um, was it Liverpool, Liverpool, Brighton. and um, and Brighton today. Like, the first three goals to me were because they were trying to play from the back, so. Again, even for the people who are supposed to be like very great at it, once that once you the goalie makes that first mistake in terms of who to pass the ball to, and they pounce on it, that's it. It's just a free chance at the goal. So yeah, it's, to I, I me, it's, say, I'm I, less worry, I'm I'm less worried about his passing. I'm just more worried about the, the fact that he doesn't seem like he can save anything. And and that's why sees. I brought up the Peter Schmeichel. That's why I brought up the Peter Schmeichel. Yeah. Like um. Well, again, I don't even know if it's that interview, but anyways, talking about it like he's I think he said he's actually spoken to him about the way he dives. That that's not the way you dive when you're diving towards the, the ground. Because his hands go up, so then when he, his hands touches the board, there's no strength. So you just he, <laughs> And he was, trying, yeah, like Peter he was trying to explain explain that. He says, like I, I think if
2: it's if it's if it's about energy, I'm sure Nana has energy. We've seen it before. Is the energy audio or is it does he is he really that guy? You know, I guess it's yet we are we yet to see it. But I think it, obviously in the early phases of the of when we signed him, there were some things that he did maybe in preseason or something. I'll be like, ah, oh, wow, I, this is this is interesting. I've not seen this before. You know that kind of thing. But when you know push came to shove and they're taking shots at this guy, and bro once bro goes on the ground, like it takes him three business days to come back up. I'm like, wow! <laughs> is this what I'm going to deal with for the rest of the season? You know, it's it's. Uh, I hope it comes good. I mean, it's for the betterment of the team. But
0: yeah, yeah, for me, I still look at obviously again. Not this is not an excuse for him. He's not been good. I still look at the type of chances that we are conceding, where these shots are coming from, like. The Galatasaray goals, for example, I mean, obviously the um, the Cardi goal, for example, like I look at that and for me, it's like, okay, you have to be better there, right? You might not save that ball, but that looks exactly like this, the goal that uh, I want I to scored. Like you can't be flailing to the ground before this guy has even given you an idea of what Res- he's going to do. Yeah. But some of those shots that we've considered, again, the second Galatasaray goal, I believe is the second goal. Uh, again, those are, from a defensive standpoint, the kind of goals that we're conceding, where the ball comes in and it's like at the edge of, it's not quite in, like deep into the box. It's almost like where the midfielder can run in and shoot. Those are things that I feel like we have to do a better job of protecting our own goalie as well. Right. So some of these I think he could have done better. Some of this I think is a combination of the defensive line. And that's where it's like I want to see a little more from the team as well to support him. Because, you know, the way I look at it is as much as I expect more from him, I also feel like when you're a new player, like I look at Missy Mount or Hoyland or um Amrabat, like I think The people that have been there longer than these guys, and Onana included, you have to do a better job of helping these guys. Because no matter how you want to see it, like everything is new. You're coming into a new situation, the pressure is different, your teammates are different. Like you are just another guy again. Whatever cache you built wherever you were, nobody gives a fuck anymore. You're going to prove yourself here again. So if you walk into a team, it's like we don't even really talk about mounts that much anymore. And for me, it's like, there's so many, like, Casemiro hasn't played well. Bruno hasn't played well. I'm talking now about midfield, you know, not not necessarily. So it's like, if Mount doesn't play well, I can't even be mad at him because if you are a new guy, it's going to take you a while to even gel with the team anyway. Then on top of that, the people that are mainstays, that are supposed to be helping you along, are not playing well either. So if I'm going to hold you accountable, what about those guys? Because they've been there longer. They they understand, like, they are the ones who've built the cachet and all those kind of things. So for me, that's why I keep going back to the team. Like, there are so many people on the team that are not playing well and the mistakes that we're making. Nobody talks about Lindelof, for example. I'm not saying he played badly yesterday, but just Lindelof, he hasn't been, like, the guy, like, you know, he hasn't been that version of him that we hoped for, that it's like, okay, you are going to be the guy that makes a difference for your goalkeeper, right? Or Johnny Evans has probably been our best defender, which is kind of crazy to say, right? So for me, it's just like I look at the team and I don't think if the people that are there already Mm -hmm. are playing well, then I can look at some of the new guys and be like too mad at them because the guys, they are not even doing anything.
1: That's fair. That's fair. Well, like I said, I guess we only need international break from this team. <laughs> Although I'm gonna miss waking up, you know, next weekend to actually watch uh, soccer. No, nah, um, not
0: not if what I'm getting is United Brentford, man. Wretched <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, anyways um um, thank you all for listening to this episode um please give us a follow on socials at what would fergie do on twitter instagram and tiktok also rate and review us you can now do that on spotify five stars only anything less than five stars keep it to yourself don't forget
0: to look at what would fergie do on instagram (laughs) see what maestro is doing coming to a city near you peace (music) Thank <music> you.